0: Hey, hey! Did you hear? At conference we launched our CWIB shop. We've created lots of physical tools and resources to help you build a God-centered business. Get 15% off our entire range with the coupon code SHOPLAUNCH. All one word, all capital letters. We can't wait to empower women and their businesses all over the world with these wonderful resources. Create your God-centered business today. Offer ends 31st of March, www.cwibshop.com. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are up to podcast 98 and we are just a week and a half away from our conference. I am bursting at the seams and we're like a few podcasts away from reaching 100, which is a little bit exciting too. Uh, but there's nothing more that excites me than hearing wonderful stories from wonderful women all around the world. And today, we are joined by one of our wonderful members. And the mission of this wonderful lady's business is to give people clarity and confidence around their numbers and processes. And her fave thing to do on a weekend is canyoning getting into places average people don't adventure to, sailing down waterfalls, jumping off of ledges, scrambling through the bush, <laughs> along with coffee with friends, sleepening and up shopping. I do love to find a barking at second hand stores, she says. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Pauline Hayden. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Now, you are a woman after my own heart because you gave a list of all other things you like to do, including snowboarding and basically anything adventurous?
1: Pretty much. I think um, my father would tell you that I have confidence above my ability. (laughs) So (laughs) I look at uh, downhill snowboarding and I think, sure, I can do that. I'm amazing. (laughs) And um, off I go and sometimes I win and have a great time and sometimes I break. But that's all part of the fun.
0: So do you have a mountain bike as well? Do you like mountain biking?
1: My husband and children love the mountain biking. It's downhill biking uh, here in Orange. We have uh, Mount Kenobolis, uh which they go up on weekends. Um, I've got a motorbike. Um, the, the downhill mountain biking involves me actually pedalling <laughs> and um, <laughs> I would rather not do that if it means I don't have to. So a motorbike (laughs) is sort of a bit more,
0: you know. Done for you. Motorized, yeah. (laughs) That's that's so funny. Don't have to work as hard. Well, Janet Stark, if you're listening, we have another member in the community who loves the outdoors as much as we do. Hi, Janet. (laughs) So getting back to business, um, can you please tell us um, your story? So how did you get from where you were to where you are today in your business? Sure.
1: My business journey, I don't feel like it's terribly exciting. Um, I used to do what I do now for other people as an employee. So uh, I would help people set up their businesses. I would do their bookkeeping. I would manage their offices, their medical practices. I did self-storage once stock and station agents all kind of different industries but basically I did the same thing and that was that I set up their business and I managed their office and all of the administration yeah and so I was managing a psychologist's practice from nothing we grew that practice to six clinicians and Uh, I just, I was wrung out. Working in mental health is a massive challenge. Yeah. And I found that that wasn't actually very good for my mental health. And um, so I decided to stop doing that and find a way to support myself. And because I really, what I love doing is getting hold of a business and saying, you know what, there is a better way to do this. That's not going to take so much time and energy and personal resources. And so I went and got qualified as a bookkeeper. I registered with the Tax Practitioners Board and I just took my skills to market and just kind of asked around and said, would you like some help? Do you understand what you're doing? Are you having trouble getting paid? Can I give you a hand? And here we are. Uh, a year and a half later and I've got beautiful Emma that works with me she's a qualified accountant she's on board doing a lot of the grunt work at the back and I'm working with clients to find out um, what is their pain points how can I assist them to do it better and then we put a program in place to achieve that
0: wow that's my business journey I guess that's good that's good it's People have all different stories and come from all different backgrounds and I think a lot of women would be able to relate to your story a lot (laughs) and that's that they were doing it for someone else. They thought, actually, I could do this for myself (laughs) and probably do better at it and like you say, set up boundaries uh, to work when you want to work and how you want to work and having the flexibility with a family too is a huge thing for a lot of women out there that They can be there to pick up their kids from school or take them and be there for assemblies and awards or whatever it is and just have that freedom. So I think even though you think your story is simple, I know a lot of them would be able to relate. So can you please share with us uh, five tips on your craft for someone who's thinking about starting similar business to you?
1: Yeah, sure. I guess when we talk about my craft of bookkeeping, what I do in my business is exactly the same as what a lot of other people need to do in their business. I do it for myself and I do it on behalf of my clients. So it's kind of applicable across the board. Mm -hmm. The first thing I would say is investigate. So if, if you sit down to your business every week and you look at your processes and what you're trying to achieve, as a way of moving forward, think of three things that are causing you the most amount of time and pain, those things that you hate every week doing. Because you hate them, you don't do them or you do them badly. What are they? And work to investigate and solve those three problems and do that on a regular basis. So if you find, so typically for people getting their invoices made up and sent out every week, this was a massive pain point in my business. I was doing all this work for people, I was recording my times and then I was working madly all through the week and on Sunday afternoon I think, oh my jolly gosh, I've got to get those invoices to my clients so they can pay me so I can get paid. Yeah. I hated doing it. It was a big pain in my bottom. I needed to address that part of my business and find a different way of doing that process that wasn't so laborious for me. Yeah. So I, I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great if everybody just paid me regularly, it came out of the bank, they agreed to what it was going to be before I did it and it was all automated. My invoices went automatically. The payment came to me automatically. It was all done on that a very initial sign-up. That's awesome. And I found, I went away and I found a program that would do that for me. And it came with an expense. As it does. But to wipe off, yeah, everything does. <laughs> to wipe off that Sunday afternoon frustration was valuable to me. And so I put that in place. Now, if I had found that solution and chosen not to implement it, then I couldn't complain about it anymore. I couldn't be annoyed anymore because I knew what the solution was. I just had to work out whether it was the right time for me to implement it yet. Yeah. So that's my first tip. Uh, Investigate. Dream really big. Think about what your best um, possible solution to that is and then Put it in place if you can. If not, shelve it for a little while. Stop complaining about it and get on with it to a point where you can put it in place.
0: I love that toughness. You
1: love that. (laughs) The next one is document. So document all of your processes. Create checklists for all of the boring tasks that you do regularly that you probably don't like so that you... Don't have to think through it every time, which is like revisiting your pain. And it also means that you can delegate that task to someone else in time. If you've already got a process that works the same way every time you get the same result, then you can delegate that um, when you come to that place in your business, when you've got enough profit margin to get someone else to do that for you. Or you've got a process Um, that you can automate that through a program or something but you know you know what the process is that would happen so typically think about paying a bill what do you do when you get the bill what do you do when it arrives how will you remember when it's going to be due and how will you automate that process put it all on a checklist so every time you don't have to think about it you just tick it off
0: that's good i love it um,
1: Number three, I would talk about integrating. So try and handle information only once in your business. So if you collect information per se on a website, say someone, someone fills in a inquiry form, what do you do with that information and where does it go? How far can that integrate without you touching it? So if someone fills in a form... You can automate that to come into either your accounting software or your CRM, your client management software. So if every time you revisit stuff, you should only be adding information, not re-entering information. So if you can integrate your systems right across the board, so when you enter, enter information, it goes through all of your different systems to, to get the most amount of use of that one piece of information that you're putting in so investigate document integrate and the next one is similar I talk about automate and I know SJ you've got automation girl up and running which is fantastic (gasps) I would say exactly the same thing is manual data entry is like dead baby we're not doing that anymore because there are a thousand programs that can do that for you so think about back to that bill scenario. A bill comes into your business for your internet, and it arrives in your inbox. Uh, Telstra Internet. That email, when it arrives, can automatically go into a data extraction program, without you doing anything. It will read the invoice. It'll tell you who the bill's for, how much is due, how much GST, when it's due, and it will automatically code it to internet expense and automatically send that through to your accounting software where you get an alert of when it's due. All of that can happen automatically without you dealing with that piece of paper or that email at all.
0: That's great.
1: That is hours of time
0: that people are doing
1: in their business every week and people hate it, so stop
0: doing it. (laughs) Get a better way. I and can so tell that you come from a administration <laughs> background.
1: Because I get really excited about that.
0: <laughs> excited about systems and you have checklists.
1: <laughs> yeah. And lots of small business don't and they wonder why that back end of stuff is killing them. Yeah. All they want to do is create their, you know, write their books or create their beautiful artworks or provide their massage service or whatever they're doing, great. If that's what you're good at, good. Get all this stuff integrated, automated and delegated, which is my last top tip. Yeah. Work out what you're good at and if it's not bookkeeping and administration, then get someone else to do it or get a system to do it. Because quite frankly, you're probably making a hash of it, probably making a mess of it anyway. <laughs> and, it's, and it's tiresome and frustrating to you. So as soon as you can in your business, work towards entrusting that to someone else with your oversight, anybody doing that. And it doesn't have to be a contracted bookkeeper like me. It could just be someone within your business that is good at that and that likes it and it gets a thrill out of moving a pile of paper from one side of the desk to the other. Mm. Just find out who that person is and engage them in that way. So they're my five top tips.
0: They're awesome. So just to recap, we've got uh, number one, which is investigate. So what are the three things that are causing you the most amount of pain in your business and work out how you can solve those three problems whether it be through a paid solution or a human. Uh, Number two is document. So make sure that you're uh, documenting all of your processes and all the tasks that you do just in a simple checklist. It doesn't need to be anything fancy. But then you're ready to delegate when you need to and they've got a system already. Or if you need help just keeping up with your own stuff that you don't like, you've got a checklist to just go off. Uh, Number three is integrating. So try and handle the information uh, that you're getting from your clients in your business uh, just once or get the most out of the info that you do have by using systems to help uh, them all talk to each other um, and uh, make better use of your time. Again, all of this is all making better use of your time. Absolutely. Uh, Number four, we've got Automate so uh manual data or data as you say in australia <laughs> entry is dead uh especially for your accounts and bills so make sure that if you do have a bookkeeper uh that you've worked out a way that you can automate adding uh information in uh the systems are just so clever these days and the little scans that pick up the information it needs to it's Absolutely. it's great and uh, number five uh, is delegate. So work out what you're good at <laughs> and delegate the rest if you can. <laughs> yeah. Or if you can't right now, as soon as you can. And basically, doing um, a lot of these steps will help you in the process to get to delegation.
1: Absolutely. It's the sum of the whole, it's all part of a jigsaw that goes together. Yeah. And yeah. each little part, like documenting your processes, will help you. At the end, when you want to delegate it off, like just doing a little bit now, but realize
0: that that will help you in the
1: whole in time.
0: Yeah, I love it. Good on you, systems girl. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> really
1: exciting! Well, it's exciting to me. I think it's
0: yeah. I think it's really freeing when you yeah to delegate something to someone. I mean, yeah. Working out the systems and things is kind of one thing of delegation, and then just being able to let that control go is like a completely different kettle of fish. Yeah, um, and it's,
1: that's difficult. It's it's hard for people. They've got to trust someone else or they've got to trust a system. Yeah. Um, and usually I say to people, okay, let's just do it with this one part of your business or this one bill. Let's put it through the automation and see what happens. And you build confidence on top of that—that that your systems are taking care, they're taking care of you, and they're taking care of your business.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, you got to you got to rest in what's happening,
0: and you can do the same—a similar thing with if you're getting human help too. Is Absolutely. just start out with a few basic things. How did it go? Yeah. Are you trusting them and? Um, not micromanaging people, but you know, just for the first few weeks, making sure that they're coached and they understand what it is you need them to do and how you do it, and then uh, once they've built that trust up with you and you with them, you yeah. can kind of back off a little bit and just trust absolutely, them and, and that helps people scale too. If you're
1: just bringing in somebody for a couple of hours a week to get rid of those yucky tasks that you don't like and there's a checklist that they literally tick off and give to you at the end of the process, you're in, you're empowering them to win, but it's not so scary for you when it's just, you're just giving them those three checklists to do. Yeah, And it's really tangible for you to see, okay, well that's what I did every time I did it. And that's what they've done every time they've done it. And so you've got, your quality assurance built in there already.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. one of the things that we love to use in CWIB is Trello. Yeah. Um, and so we've got all the team members on Trello and uh, tasks are written out, checklists are already in there, Date, you can set dates to things. So we have a weekly board, we know what's happening on what's day, who's doing it, when it needs to be done by, um, yeah. And I know that even whenever I'm feeling lost, hang on, what day is it? I can go into that Trello board, everything's written out. We know yeah. what's coming and up, it's and it's just yeah. all there. And I sleep at night. I don't have to think. That's I mean, right. I still have my date pad of like little things that come yeah. up that I have yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone just knows. And even like we work virtually, so it doesn't matter that. One staff member's on the other side of the world because I can still see where they're up to. They can still see where I'm up to, and we've just found it's like free. <laughs> it's been the most priceless tool we've used. Um, Absolutely,
1: we uh, Emma and I use a little tool called Wunderlist, W U N D E R L A S T. Wonderlist, which is a free app as well, and it's very very similar. And you can share it with people. Anywhere, all the time. Very same same kind of yeah. Place.
0: They're just
1: priceless. Um, yeah, they are. I, I work virtually as well. I have. I'm in uh, Central West New South Wales, and I have um, a client in Thailand. <laughs> He's the furthest away. Clients up in Central Queensland and down in Melbourne, on the all down the eastern seaboard. Um, so those kind of tools are just really really valuable. And it means that we're not getting things lost in email trails or whatever else because it's always going back to a task list and a, and a joint location that's virtual. It's great.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's just really good. Um, so if you are sat there thinking, okay, um, your ideas are starting to flow about how you can maybe... Automate, integrate, delegate, do your investigation of how you can kind of solve three big problems in your business. Mm. Uh, Write them down. Like, I mean, if you're driving, don't. Don't. (laughs) Record them them on
1: audio. Yeah. Record them on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And really just spend some time in this because you will feel so free once you've got just some of those pain points rid of in your business and like Pauline mentioned before you've got no excuses then (laughs) you can get right on with doing the important stuff yeah so
1: sorry Esther. I tell you what's helpful for me I'm I often get so busy doing the work of my business that I forget to investigate those three big pain points or to go back and I think that's really common in small and medium business and particularly for women because not only are we Doing all of our business, but we're thinking about when the kids have to be picked up from school, and Sarah Jane needs a pair of school shoes this week, and you know, all that other stuff that we hold in our head. And so, something that I found interesting, and I know it's outside my top tips, but I actually schedule time. Emma and I I schedule time on a Friday over lunch to catch up about how we do business,
0: Mm. not
1: necessarily what we're doing in business
0: yeah there's a difference there is a big
1: difference and when that is scheduled into your working week time and people will say to me "Ah, are you kidding me I have not got enough time to do that I'm just flat out achieving what I need to achieve every week but once you take that time to solve those big problems you'll get more time back
0: absolutely yeah because
1: you're automating so it's an active discipline to start with
0: um, but really,
1: really valuable in the long run. Yeah. So just, totally I just, think, like I just want to encourage ladies to put your big girl pants on and schedule some time to actually think about how you do this stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Love it. So can you? Show, so we spoke real businessy stuff. Mm, can you now? Um. Hey. More important. Boring. 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 Oh, boring. Oh no, no, no. But can
1: exciting, you, exciting. Exciting. Exciting.
0: Yes. Can you share with us how you incorporate God into your business?
1: Yeah, so this is a really interesting question to me because um, asking me how I incorporate God into my business is asking me a bit like how I define the air I breathe. (laughs) So what obviously what we do in business is, Um, We are about God's work every day of the week in every part of our business. So it's about being God's person in God's place every time we're in God's place, which is every time we're at work for somebody or working with somebody. But in a more um, overt way, a big part for me is thinking about what paper made is. And why it is that? So, how can my business and my profits um, grow the kingdom of God or bless people in a real way? So that comes down to how uh, Emma and I, my employee, how we um, engage with each other when we're when we've been on our way to a big client meeting, and we've prayed in the car on our way there. Um, so how we approach what we do business, recognising that we are in God's hands and it is by his will in action that we are formed and sustained from Revelation 4.11, that um, everything we do is in his hands and so we need to commit it to him constantly. We sponsor a compassion child out of our prophets and that would be something that I would like to grow as our business grows, how we can actually Put our profits to God's, to work in God's kingdom by um, supporting the gospel going out, um, and being fairly overt about what we believe and and why we believe it in a Christian community. So there is a couple of other Christian business people in town that I keep up with. And it's just about how are you going in your business, um, facing those challenges of working um, in a secular environment brings
0: um, and what
1: that looks like in community.
0: That's awesome. So there's lots of different aspects that you kind of include God in. There's your soul aspect, there's your uh, money aspect, there's a whole kind of holistic way that you like to incorporate God into your business. And I absolutely love that. So for this uh, season, what's your Bible verse and why?
1: Uh, so my Bible verse is from Psalm 127, uh, verses 1 and 2. And it says, Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, Guarding it with centuries will do no good it is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night anxiously working for food to eat for god gives rest rest to those he loves so just reminds me that unless god is about my business and unless i am about god then it's all for naught If it's not bringing honour to him, then it's useless and there's no point anyway because he cares for us as people and he will provide for us on one level. But if we're not working for his glory, then like it has, there's no point doing it. And I said before, stop doing dumb stuff. Just stop it. So this is a really great verse for me and it sits up above the coffee machine in my office. Um, to remind me that unless I'm about God's work, then I might as well be about no work at all.
0: Wow. That's so powerful. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that beautiful verse. And there's a similar thing in, I think it's Acts as well. I can't remember what verse it is or what chapter, but basically uh, one of the Pharisees after... Um, seen something that Jesus has done and they're all angry at him and he just basically says look guys if this is the work of God then it will flourish and if it's not the work of God then like all the other people we've seen before it will fail Um, and I think it's kind of a similar thing that you know if God's put it on your heart sometimes it's hard work sometimes you do have to put in the hours um it's not easy (laughs) you can do it from a place of rest and it's a different place of rest it's not a rest where I mean I need lots of this kind of rest but rest away from (laughs) people or however it is that you need to uh recover and recharge but it's a rest of knowing it's a piece of knowing what I'm doing is for God it's from God and God amplifies what he wants and his will and Uh, stuff to bring him glory and for people to go wow how did that happen and the only answer you have is it has to be god because i have no idea um so that's beautiful i love that so can you share with our listeners today where they can find you
1: yeah sure so um probably the world wide web is the easiest place to find me. So just www.papermade. Now it's M-A-I-D as in I'm cleaning up a whole lot of paperwork. So solutions.com. Um, so that's the easiest place. You'll find my phone number there, my contact details. You can live chat me there. I'm on Facebook as well. Again, solutions. Um yeah, just Google me up and um, or put the whole address into your web browser. And I would love to talk to you. I look, I say to people, you can book, I would say on that site, you can book 30 minutes obligation free. It's straight into my calendar. Um, where we just kind of you come to me with your three biggest pain points um, and say, what can we do? Um, I am a bookkeeper, so if you don't understand your accounting software or you're too scared to go to the accountant because they always t- touch you because there's lots of mistakes or what is, whatever's going on, it's just a conversation. You'll get a, we'll get a really quick idea about whether we can help each other or not. So reach out, give me a phone call, go to my website.
0: Yeah, it's just about talking to start with. Awesome. Perfect. Well, listeners, I hope that you've got lots out of that today. We shared lots of wisdom with you. I hope you've got ideas that are going around your minds. It's been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast show today, Pauline. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Heaps of fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm SJ and you're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We'll catch you next time. Hey, hey, did you hear? At conference, we launched our CWIB shop. We've created lots of physical tools and resources to help you build a God-centered business. Get 15% off our entire range with the coupon code SHOPLAUNCH. All one word, all capital letters. We can't wait to empower women and their businesses all over the world with these wonderful resources. Create your God-centered business today. Offer ends 31st of March. www.cwibshop.com